everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. So today, uh, we're talking about the question, do you enjoy creating the world you live in? Uh, so I'm briefly going to describe the, the question and why in the world am I even asking? Uh, I'm going to give you several examples of how children, especially young children, can be great teachers for us. And I'm going to have one guiding question at the very end. So there's no how to's here. There's no process. You don't even have to take notes, but I really want you to enter into this and and begin to question, why do you do things the way that you do? And do you like that? And what could you do differently? All right. Enjoy. All right. So the question of the day is, do you enjoy creating the world you live in? So chances are, if you're getting negative or bad, and I say that in quotation marks, because I don't believe that you really do get a negative or bad result. But if you, you feel like you're getting a negative or a bad result in your life, you're probably not enjoying creating the world you live in right? Even me just saying that might put you on edge because you're like, I didn't create this. Okay. So how does a person get to the place where you can enjoy creating the world you live in? How do we grow and evolve in such a way that we can really enjoy our world? Well, honestly, I think we need to remember that it's not about growth or evolution. Uh, It's really about remembering when we were a kid. So, you know, one of the things in my background, I I have an education background for those of you who don't know me, uh, specifically in early childhood education. So the first 12 years of, of life, I have observed hundreds, if not thousands of young children. And one of the things that I know is that young children, very young children, infants, toddlers, their imagination, creativity, faith, joy, um, they, they even have an overwhelming mindset of joy and, and creativity amongst difficult and challenging experiences. Okay. You spend any amount of time with a two or three year old and you will definitely see life in a different way. Uh, I'll give you a few examples. So when my daughter Ellie was very young, um, you know, we don't quite know what was going on, but she was a pretty sick kid for a while. Uh, She had a lot of lung issues. She was born preemie. She um, had CPR within the first 30 minutes. She had several different lung infections within the first uh, several months of her life. Um, She just had a, a rough go for a while. There was one year, I kid you not, we were in the hospital or at least the emergency room getting breathing treatments and IVs 15 times. It was so bad that we actually budgeted for ER visits. And, you know, thankfully over time, she's kind of grown out of it. We've, we've done some different interventions. Things have really helped. And unless she is very ill, uh, she doesn't have any issues. So, you know, I, I am very thankful for that. However, there was this time uh, when she was three uh, and uh, unfortunately she would get a fever very, very quickly. And then from there she would start to have seizures and she, her system switched over into, for whatever reason, we still don't know, uh, getting the seizure first and then the fever. 
So she w was going through this bout of, of having these seizures and they hadn't really connected it to the fever yet. Uh, and so they were doing some testing and long story short, we found ourselves in uh, a pediatric unit for about three days time. And, you know, she, she just kind of took it in stride. Like, this is no big deal. This is how we do this. And she loved it. Uh, you know, the, if you've ever been a, in a pediatric unit, you know, that the, the beds, the cribs are, are just built a different way. Uh, and, and they're built so that you can have access to the child. But when you're done, you kind of put, put up the crib and, and the baby looks almost like they're in jail. And she loved this idea of baby jail. So even, even though she's hooked up to, you know, IV and breathing treatments and everything else, having all these tests, uh, she just had fun with it. And there was this one moment where she had to go down and have another test done. I think it was an, uh, um, something on her brain. And so she was in this wheelchair and this little teeny tiny thing with her little Cindy Lou Who kind of um, updo on her head and... Um, just really, really cute, but also really, really sick. And she was all covered up and everything. And it happened to be at the time that all of the nurses had a shift change. So if you've ever been in the hospital at shift change, what happens is that at this certain time, you know, they're, they're going over their cases, they're sharing information. Uh, and so you've got basically double staff lined down the hallway because they're all, you know, talking to each other, getting ready to, to, to shift. And, so Ellie thought uh, that she was a princess. I mean, she could have had a tiara on. She could have had a little scepter. She just thought everybody was lining the halls for her. And so she literally just, uh, you know, was riding in her wheelchair and she was just waving like she was on a parade. And that was the moment that I was just like, man, do we as adults go through life like that? Most likely not. Um, I, I remember one time I was in this classroom, I was doing an observation. I can't remember exactly where I was doing it, but there was a four-year-old preschooler, little girl, and um, every single transition that came throughout the classroom. So one thing you need to know about preschoolers is that they don't necessarily handle transitions very well. Unless they are guided and directed by adults, uh, transitions tend to be very difficult. And this little girl, she made herself the cheerleader of the whole, whole classroom. And every single transition that was happening, she made sure that she was encouraging. Um, she was helping wherever she could. Uh, and I was just like, wow, that's awesome. Of course, I was like, hmm, I, she, she's going to make a good coach someday, right? And, you know, think about kids who are, you know, maybe they get the, the broom out and they're imagining that that's a horse, right? They're, they're riding all around the, the house. Maybe they're a cowboy, uh, you know, maybe they're playing uh, cops and robbers, whatever it is. But guess what? That is a horse. They're not pretending. They're not imagining that is a horse because they're in this theta brainwave, uh, which is a, a, a stilling of the mind. Uh, they're, they don't have a full consciousness until uh, a conscious brain until around the age of seven. And so to them, that is a horse. If they have an imaginary friend, that is a friend to them. It's not imaginary. So they definitely enjoy the world that they create, don't they? 
Now, I can almost hear you now. You're saying, yes, Michelle, but children, you know, they don't have the responsibilities that we have. They don't have the problems or the grown-up issues that we have to solve. And they don't have a consciousness, a conscious brain until seven or eight, so they can't deal with these things. Well, maybe that's why they're so happy. See, you know, life is filled with this changing dynamic energy, right? It's a constant flow and young children seem to go with this flow much better than we as adults do. Now they struggle more, especially in their toddler years, because the, the, the adults in their life are really trying to force them, um, out of this flow and into more acceptable means, right? Here are the rules. Here's the behaviors I want you to do. Uh, I say, especially toddlers, because they, they've entered into this world where they can begin to start to move their body and they don't want anybody to tell them not to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> What we try to do is we try to keep them safe and secure and, and help them understand this is how the world works, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. However, um, what would happen if we began to let go of some of the rules that we've created for ourselves, right? So the shoulds, um, the expectations we have on ourselves and others. If you did that, would you enjoy creating that kind of a world? So for example, what if you didn't have to have anxiety, uh, you know, as an introvert when you're making a phone call? What if you didn't have to run over other people or have people upset with you because, you know, you, you um, try to get work done in a certain way? What if you could release yourself from some of the expectations that you put on yourself that nobody else puts on you? Would you enjoy creating that kind of a world? So instead of avoiding pain and seeking out comfort, what if we just enjoyed all of life's experiences just as they are? Okay, so a toddler enjoys all of life experiences. Listen, is there, are there going to be temper tantrums? Yeah, absolutely. So what if you enjoyed that temper tantrum for the moment and just said, you know what, I'm just going to allow myself to be upset in this moment. And what if after that, maybe you were having a wonky interaction with someone and afterwards you just went up and, you know, made up with them. So toddlers are great for that. They can, you know, turn into these little beasts, right? Their, their emotions can, can really get the better of them. And then they come around and they, they crawl in your lap and give you a kiss and, and they make you feel like the most important person in the world. Right? Um, sure, there's going to be pain and there's going to be pleasure. There's going to be a lot of imagination, a lot of creativity, a lot of dreaming. There's going to be relationship ups and downs. But quite frankly, that's what makes life exciting, right? We as adult humans, we try to make life boring by putting in predictability and, and sameness all the time, right? And anything that steps out of that, the bounds of predictability and sameness, like grief or, uh, you know, an injury or, or an illness or a transition of some sort, those things catch us off our guard. Now, those things are also the natural ups and downs of life, this flow, this dance with life, right? But we look at it as that is an assault on my sameness. Okay. So what if we could enjoy the moment that's here? Regardless of whatever is in this moment, 
rather than getting caught up in those shoulds or expectations. I'm just throwing this out to you today. I'm not telling you what to do or how to do it or giving you a strategy or a program or a process, but I would like you to ask yourself the question today, how can you be more like a little child? Because one thing I know after watching thousands of children and even more adults, man, I think the children are here to teach us something. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.